everybody and welcome to another episode of Tea and Talks with Tina. As ever, I'm your host Tina Rahman, bringing you all the taboo topics and complex conversations of the workplace. So today I want to talk about something a little bit different and I know I say that with almost every episode but that is just the nature of a taboo topic. It's the fact that it's so ever-changing therefore people don't really want to talk about them. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about them. And today's topic is the current UK crisis that is shortage of fuel, i.e. petrol, diesel, etc. So let's put it into context for you all. So if you're outside of, if you listen from outside of the UK, you may not have heard about it. Right now in the UK, we have our nation panic buying petrol and diesel for their cars because they're worried that it will run out. And that is because UK news outlets televised the fact that there is a shortage of transportation methods of fuel into the UK, not a shortage of fuel. So not it's not a supply issue. They actually specifically said there's less lorry drivers to bring in fuel into the UK. And, you know, obviously, well, I say obviously, but the nation has heard that as there's no fuel let's go fill up our cars and be rational about it so that is what's happening it's kind of like the toilet roll saga all over again if you remember that from the start of the pandemic but the reason why i want to talk about this today is because this panic buying and this you know this this trend of panic buying right now specifically with this petrol situation is having adverse reactions and consequences on UK businesses and different corporate industries and people not really considering that and that's what I want to do today is really help all of us consider our actions before we do it because we are not understanding what effects this is is having. So I want to kind of really get to the point because I, I, I really want to make the points to make you all understand and then talk about you know other thoughts but let's talk about the toilet roll saga first and the reason why this petrol situation is important and and i'll link the two so you understand when the pandemic started or happened or whatever um people were told that there will be or people assumed for whatever reason there will be a shortage of necessity so people panic bought louvel and after a couple of days, there was no loo roll to be seen in any of the shops, off licenses, big grocery stores. There were just there was just no loo roll. But nobody considered the adverse reactions or the chain of reaction this would have in other areas. So I was so distraught to to find situations of mums who were at the end of their mental capabilities because they could not find milk for their babies. That's right, I said they could not even get hold of milk for their babies or nappies for their babies. And I've seen situations of mums breaking down and at the end of their will to even deal with this. And it was awful. And that was because of the fact that, you know, people caught wind of the fact that there may be a shortage of Luro. And that's kind of what I fear with this petrol situation. So right now we know that, you know, there's less lorry drivers bringing in fuel into the UK, but we think there's a shortage 
you know there's a there's shortage of fuel or there's a supply problem so therefore we're all panic buying but we're not really considering what other effects this will have in other areas so let's talk about that and the workplaces and corporate industries let's say for example you have a person who as part of their job and you know as part of a benefit or perk of their job they receive a company car you know if this person is not able to get around and use the perk that is their company car because of people buying fuel and therefore they can't get fuel then we're not considering that person or people in that situation and you know right now and that's just a small example we're going to get to the major ones but right now i could just i could just feel people screaming at me listening to this podcast saying tina that's still just a perk or a benefit it's not a necessity so you know i'm not going to be you know considering you know people that can't drive a wonderful company car i understand that and i understand the differences between needs and desires so you know the basic model of the hierarchy of needs the 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 bare minimum is the physiological needs for a human being and that is shelter and food in order for us to survive and the desires you know going further up the hierarchy the desires are things like petrol in order for us to thrive so the difference between you know there is a difference between survive and thrive i understand that but what i'm trying to say is people's means of survival is different to you know other people and that's what we're not considering so this person who has a company car as part of their benefits or perk of the job is not able to use it because they can't get fuel but what about the people who have a company car not as a benefit or perk of the job but as a necessity of the job perhaps they're a regional manager and they require the car and they were given the car as a necessary element of their role in order to meet clients and travel up and down the country in order to meet clients win jobs you know increase revenue etc if they're not able to get petrol because people are panic buying where they don't really need petrol then we're not considering the effects that it has on that person the detrimental effects it has on that person and its business and the business that they work for is the fact that you know using perhaps public transport will take twice as long to get around the country and meet clients so you're so you're meeting half of the clients that you normally would have if you had a car to travel and you're making half of the potential clients or money or winning jobs because again it's taking you twice as long to travel up and down the country because you have to use public transport you know we're not considering all of this we're not considering that these businesses are also also suffering you know we have the top of the hierarchy not understanding you know they don't know what to do it's not a situation that they can control but it stems from just you know us humans not considering each other or, or being compassionate and i hope you know what i want to get um you know what i want to achieve from this conversation is a level of understanding in others or i want you to understand i want all of us to understand the effects that our actions have on other people and we do things on impulse as humans we do things on impulse but because we do them on impulse we never take take a second to stop and think about what you know what reactions our actions will cause right we spoke about people who have a car for work but what about the group of people who have a car 
to survive ba- their, their normal basic life events. So, for example, a mum. Perhaps there's a mum with three children. She has a car, which she's able to financially afford. She has a car and she has children of all different ages. One goes to preschool, one goes to primary school, another goes to secondary school. Perhaps before she goes to work in the morning, she drops all of her children to school, preschool, secondary school, etc. But because they're all different ages, they obviously don't go to the same school building. They all go to different schools or institutions around perhaps the borough. So it takes a mum to travel in around in and around a borough or an area to drop her kids to school before she starts work. And perhaps she relies on public transport, uh, on, on, on her car and not public transport in order for her to do it quicker and more efficiently before she starts work. And again, I can hear the same people screaming at me saying, Tina, but what you're not understanding is, uh, again, Alicia's financially able to afford the car because there are some mums out there that cannot. And yes, you're, you're, you're allowed to have that opinion and it's true, you're right. There are some mums who do this and cannot afford a car. So I've, are having to put in double the amount of time in order to drop their kids off to school. And I understand that. But if a mum has made the decision or has financially been able to afford her car, she should be able to drive her car. If there's a reason that she cannot drive her car, that reason should stem from her own reason so maybe she's not able to afford a car anymore that will be down to her financial reasons maybe she can't have a car for you know the for other reasons for example maybe she has no space you know around where she lives to park her car so that will be another reason why she'll have to give up the car but you cannot have a situation where somebody is not able to drive their car because they can't get fuel because of other people panic buying this is her not being able to use her car because of other people, not her not being able to use her car because of herself or her personal situations or circumstances. That's where it's not okay. And that's what we are not understanding. And that's what I really want us to understand because going back to the toilet roll saga, there's going to be a chain of reactions here. And I dread to think, like I say, I dread to think what might happen next, you know, until we all as human beings start really thinking about our actions and the effects that it has and actually that's one of the key things that separates us human man from animals it's the fact that we have instinctive behavior we have instinct we act upon instinct and if we're not doing that effectively as a human being then we're eliminating the one factor the main factor that separates us from animals and that's what we're doing acting on you know such an impulse without any thought and consideration like an animal is is exactly that type of behavior and that's what we're doing so you know i might not be able to get a few yes it's going to make things a little bit more different for me not i wouldn't say harder because you know with some people they can adapt and they're going to have to it, it might mean putting extra time into something but for some people it's doable For others, they built a life around a car. So some people move out of London in order to be able to afford a car to run errands. If they're not able to drive their car, again, not because of their personal circumstances, but because of others' actions, then that is not okay. So I want you to take all of that and really consider actions, so your own actions. And when we face a crisis, again, as a nation... 
let's all pull together and this is not a motivational speech in any way shape or form it's sad to think that some people might perceive this to be an inspirational or motivational speech but it's not and people that perceive it to be that you know it's it like i say it's sad it's sad because you know we live in a world right now where when you're talking about basic human behavioral aspects you know or expected behavioral aspects of a human being is perceived to be something that is you know uh, uh, you know an aspiration you know i aspire to be this way but actually it should just be how humans are every day so it's quite worrying but you know with these conversations hopefully we're all gonna diminish that thing in our head that tells us to act on impulse and you know not consider others so thank you so much for listening i hope this has made you understand that as humans we have to have compassion or we have to think about others and as ever if you're ever unsure about anything that i'm saying or you have a uh, question then please feel free to dm me or you can email me my instagram page is hr.habitat and my email is info at hrhabitat.co.uk thank you so much for listening and see you in the next one